Welcome to the Daily Pause for Thursday, April the 28th. We begin our journey today by literally pausing, stopping to immerse in the presence of Jesus, the risen one. As you listen to the pause and allow it to guide your soul, the perfect environment is created where we can kind of untangle from all that zaps life from our soul. And also we'll sense that invitation to come into a place of gracious freedom in Jesus. A very safe place, by the way. So the time in scripture and prayer will, will be like scaling mountains of grace to receive all that God has for us. So enjoy your risen Jesus in this pause. He is so kind, revealing himself in often simple and unexpected ways. Enjoy. Jesus, I begin this time immersing in the reality of your resurrection with the words of this centuries-old proclamation. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Oh, refresh my soul as I proclaim to it once again. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Heavenly Father, you have been redeeming your people throughout all of history. So we join your people praising you with the song of Moses from Exodus chapter 15. This was their first worship song on the other side of their redemption. I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Jesus, this week we spend time focusing on how to get you, we need you. Jesus, I need you. I come to you now to be restored in you, renewed in you, to receive your life and your love and all the grace and mercy I so desperately need this day. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons 
who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Luke 15, verses 3 to 10. This morning's text is uh, perhaps one of the more widely recognized passages of Scripture, if not uh, beloved passages of Scripture. And I think it's that way because it so beautifully portrays who we are in our humanity, and it also uh, beautifully portrays the love that God has uh, for us. Um, the background of it, uh, it, is, it is a response uh, of Jesus to the accusation by the Pharisees and scribes uh, that, that Jesus receives sinners and dines with them. The Pharisees and the scribes in this day would categorize people in, in, in one of two classes. You're either clean and righteous or you're unclean, but you're not both. St. Paul to his letter to the Romans, would say it very differently. He would he would use the phrase simile justus et peccator, which simply means sinner and saint at the same time. And so many times I've looked at this passage and thought, and do I want to be part of the 99 because they're redeemed and they're righteous before God? Or in a weird way, do I want to be part of the 1% who is rejoiced over so much in coming to Father. And the reality, as Paul puts it, is we're both. We're both sinner and we're both saint at the same time. And we also see in this text, too, a sheep. That's the reference. But a sheep doesn't have a way to save himself. Rather, it's the shepherd himself who has to go and find the sheep. The sheep can't take action on his own account. He is literally doomed. It is the shepherd that has to take action. A lot of Pharisees and scribes would say uh, in this day that God would only receive the sinner who came to him the right way. In our culture today, um, it's, it's still a little bit true. If I do this, if I pray this, then I can find my way back to God. And the reality is that Jesus is teaching us that it is God who actively seeks us out. He doesn't begrudgingly receive the lost. He searches us out. He finds the sinner. The sinner doesn't find God. And when that happens, we read here, and I think this is the emphasis of this parable, it's the joy in all of heaven of finding that lost sheep. What rejoicing uh, that must be. So today as we return uh, to the reading, I pray that the Holy Spirit would reveal to us all that it is Him 
that is pursuing us this very day. Sinner, saint, simultaneously. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Luke 15, verses 3 to 10. Jesus, on the road to Emmaus, you asked two hopeless and sad disciples to tell you what things were on their hearts and minds. And in this moment, I hear your voice asking me this same question, what things? This is your invitation, and to open an honest conversation with my loving Savior and Creator. This is your invitation to deep and vulnerable relationship with you. So now, I humbly respond to your invitation and tell you the things that are, at this moment, weighing heavy on my heart. Jesus, I receive you as my life and I receive all the work and triumph in your resurrection, through which you have conquered sin, death, judgment, and the evil one. Death has no power over you, and I have been raised with you to a new life, to live your life. I take my place now in your resurrection and in your life, and I give my life to you to live your life. I am saved by your life. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen.